<laughs> and so I said, that's America's cock. <laughs> See, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny that the internet reacts very differently to a man leaking his nudes than it is to a woman leaking their nudes? Yes, uh, Kat Dennings, Kat Dennings uh, pointed did a out. wonderful tweet pointing that out. Yeah. Um, for those who have no idea what the hell we're talking about, uh, this week Chris Evans screen grabbed his camera roll as part of his Instagram story and it was only up for a minute before he realised that he probably shouldn't have done that because it was a dick pic in the middle of the pictures and um, the internet has done something genuinely kind of wonderful. They've gone, this is a celebrity we really like who's not like been a prick to anyone and, and you know, is a very positive role model and, and very like, you know openly active uh, uh, participant in many charities and wonderful things. He doesn't deserve this. Like, he made a simple mistake. Let's fill all the Chris Evans hashtags and timelines with pictures of him and his dog. It's great. Well done. The picture's obviously out there. You can find it if you look, but you're not going to find it without having to really look because his his fans and admirers went, yeah, that's thingy. Let's let's fill up the, the queue. And Kat Dennings tweeted out that, yeah, this is amazing that people have done that. Why don't they do that when it happens to a female celebrity? Because, of course, Kat Dennings was part of the now infamous early 2000s event, The Fappening, where some hackers got into iCloud and got a load of nudes from celebrities. It was was a a ridiculous array of of female um, performers of all stripes. Yeah. um, Had various pictures of themselves in various states of undress leaked in that particular event so, so she's yeah. got a point she's got a, <laughs> she's got a fucking point enough, she it's has like, a point maybe uh maybe the next time something like that happens ladies and gentlemen you should uh you should maybe do the same thing you did for chris evans and help bury it because fuck so i will say like there's some kind of double uh, standard in our society yeah. in the ways we well, treat Women and men. Um, Fallout from the uh, Chris Evans event though is kind of wonderful because he's he's he shaped it to his advantage. Well, I've um, not seen the picture, but apparently that is the case. Yeah, <laughs> it's America's cock. No, uh, <laughs> wow, this tweet this tweet already has a million likes. Eighteen hours ago, as of this recording, um, he hadn't said anything about it. Yeah, like obviously for a couple of days, he stayed off social media, and then he tweeted out. Now that I have your attention, and, 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 and a like palm face emoji and a shrug emoji, and he's written underneath, vote November 3rd. And it's like, well done. Like, genuinely well done for taking this embarrassing moment and going, well, since you're all paying attention to me, here's an important thing, you motherfuckers, vote on November 3rd. And it's like, okay. Well done, that well man. Done. Include, including immediate first response on my thingy from Kat Dennings saying, now we're talking. Now we're talking. So, so even she's like, well done. <laughs> well done love it um maybe it was all so... deliberate <laughs> um who could say uh, who could say yeah i hope he's i hope he's okay i hope he's all right well i mean he, i didn't see the picture the, so the humor I in it now. possibly speak as to the quality <laughs> but put it this way if you've ever noticed that he walks a bit funny now you know why <laughs> oh it's so, bent uh, like a scimitar yeah. 
<laughs> my favourite comment I saw was, it's good to know that in every aspect of life you lean to the left. <laughs> that's my favourite comment I saw. Um, and people uh, saying, so that's why he always holds the shield in the right hand to uh, balance himself out. Um, is a hi, by the way, everybody. Welcome to Big Dumb Cast. <laughs> Ah, your your source uh, uh, for all the weekly penis memes. What? Um, <laughs> Peens, if you will. It's all, the, it's all um, the the biggest cock talk of the week. Yeah, I'm Chris. On your left, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I can't beat that. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm Matt. Um, <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi. Uh, we're recording a bit uh, earlier than usual, which is why you've probably noticed that in our in our caption and in our um, title and thumbnail, we're not talking about the PS5 launch information. Cause oh, that's is that tomorrow? All. That's tomorrow as of this recording, yeah. There's yeah, a waving person a... behind you, Christopher. Uh, Lucy's in the room. Say hi. You've not, you've not been on the podcast for probably a year and a bit at this point. Is there anything you want to say to the faithful listener? You try not to laugh at that. Yeah. Oh, a listener comment, aren't you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. We've got a pad this week, so anything you can add. Yeah, we've point. really got a pad. She's even silent laughing. <laughs> she's like, she's a foot away from me and she's laughing silently ah, so it doesn't pick up on Mike. Impressive. What, do, you have to, do, we have to, do we have to send an invoice in before you're allowed to appear on the show? She's very expensive. I can't see what you're gesturing. You do realise these gestures you're showing to me only register to me, and the listeners will have no idea what you're doing. I died a long time ago. You, you <laughs> did what? I died a long time ago. You died a long time ago. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to describe your your death to the listeners? How how did it happen? Christopher was complaining about the Marvel game <laughs> so much that my head just imploded. Oh. We do not speak its name. We do not speak its name. So well done by calling it that Marvel game. Is that, uh... Did that help? Yeah, sure. Sure. But yeah, I'm dead. I'm going now. <laughs> She's a ghost. She is a ghost. Just, she leaves the room. A small dog follows her to her doom. When you have ghosts, you've got everything. Um... When you have ghosts, you do have everything. That is true. So, pass me, Lou. It's all right. As this ghost left the room, she's knocked Captain America off the shelf. Which, oh, uh, topical. Which, which is topical considering we were just talking about his penis. He just so must, he must have been uh, unbalanced. Apparently, that is the case. He um, fell to one side. Oh, just, uh. I'm wondering how accurate the sculpt is. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. He's the only one that they haven't kenned. So, we're not talking about the PlayStation release stuff because uh, it's happening after a recording but we are talking about a couple trailers and catching up on the emails. I'm going to predict um, that the PlayStation 5 is going to be uh, significantly more expensive than the than the Xbox Series You know, X. I have that suspicion too. Again, just everybody listening, we were saying this before the PlayStation announcement, but I've had that suspicion too and I think it's because the Xbox was way cheaper than I anticipated. Well, it's the Series S that's the cheaper one. Which doesn't. But, but even have then, a... how much is the X? Yeah, I think I think the PS Five will probably be around the same price as the. This is going to be instantly dated because you'll know by the time this comes out, probably. <laughs> yeah. But we don't know when we're recording it. But my... unless someone's really relying on us for yeah. this news, in which case they'll have to wait another week. Sorry. <laughs> Go to Google to find out, boys sources. and girls. Um, but and then yeah, after um... you've been to Google, realize that we are redundant in your <laughs> consumption of news and. Uh... 
I predict that <laughs> the, the PS5 with disk drive will be yeah. about 50 quid more expensive than the Xbox Series X. And Ooh, wow. The um it's they the listing sort of went up for like the the gold plated PS5s. Okay, which and is and they're like, they're like seven grand. That thing is yeah, going to burn. Stupid. But there's a hundred dollar difference between yeah. the one with a disc drive and the one without a disc drive. So I'm gonna Christ. I'm gonna say that the PS5 is gonna be the one with the disc drive is gonna be fifty quid more than the Series X. The one without the disc drive mm-hmm. is gonna be fifty quid less than the Series X, which makes it a good what fifty quid more than the, the Xbox Series S. Because so this is a not so subtle play to try and discourage people from buying the physical media-friendly version of the console where possible so it that is, they can eventually wipe, that, out, yeah. wipe out the second-hand market. But also, the thing that you've got with Microsoft that they've got over Sony is Game Pass. PlayStation Now is not a fucking yeah. patch on Game Pass. It, ain't, yeah. it doesn't touch it for value. And I don't know what the prices are like for here, but in the states you can get a subscription xbox series s for like 25 quid a month which is game pass mm. ultimate which includes xbox live gold so you get your game library you get online gameplay and you get the console for like 25 quid a month which is really not bad at which all which is, well, I, th- is really, i think it's really i think it's 25 it's 25 or 35 but either way that over the term of the contract it works out like 10 dollars less than buying the console on its own yeah so so it, a steal it, in comparison. So PlayStation Better have done something really impressive to. But uh, I don't think they will have because they can even match it. They do complacent all the time because they did it with the PS3. They were uber yeah. complacent with the PS3, and they'll have done the same thing again this time because if there's one thing we know, it's the companies don't fucking learn. <laughs> until I mean, until Sony, their Sony games plummet, definitely don't learn. So Sony Games is least, is definitely the least problematic of Sony's arms compared to like the movie studios and stuff, and it's definitely one of the few places where they are making a stone cold profit all the time. Yeah, but new console generation launches really make or break for like the first two years of profit on a yeah. console. Yeah, like they've got to absolutely if it's going to cost more than the Xbox, they need to prove to consumers why it's worth paying that bit extra and getting the PS5. Like, mm. they've really got to be like... Which was Xbox's angle back when the Xbox One came out was, yeah, PlayStation's a console and home entertainment system, but we, we are a console. <laughs> we're, you know, you can watch stuff and listen to stuff on us if you want, but we're a console. Well, yeah, if you're yeah. serious about gaming, you want an Xbox One. Whereas this time it's like, yeah, we're an entertainment hub and we've got all you need and the processing power is going to be incredible. So come on down. It's like, is PlayStation going to yeah. switch tacts and be like, we're a console? Oh, that's what they've been or doing. Or are they going to, you know... Like, yeah. They're very much like, we do the games. Um, nah, I want it to do everything. I, I still want it to do everything. I honestly don't mind. I'd like Either it to way. be able to play fucking CDs again. That'd be nice. Honestly, I could just have my Switch and be happy, probably, for the most part. Matt, you're a happy-go-lucky chappy. You could just have your 2005 hard copy of the Will Smith single Switch, and you'd be pretty content overall. I mean, what's not to like? You can turn it over and turn it around now. Ooh, <laughs> la 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 la, you know? 
And every time someone says to you, oh yeah, didn't that didn't that come out with the movie Hitch? You can go, ah, actually, they had nothing to do with each other <laughs> except for Will Smith being in both. <laughs> it, 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 Wait. They, he and his record label just strategically released it close to the release of the movie ah. Hitch and everyone associated the two. Will Smith was in a Will Smith song. Yeah, did you not know? Um, that's from news this week. It seems that that they're kind of implying it's been in the last week, so obviously they all better have tests and be isolating for two weeks afterwards. But um, it looks like the cast of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air got back together to film an anniversary special, like a like a retrospective about the show mm. on on rebuilt sets of of like the living room area and the kitchen and stuff. So. That, I'll be honest, I saw like the group photo selfie that Will Smith posted and was like, okay, that did hit me in the nostalgia gut. Like, that did make me feel warm and fuzzy seeing everybody and in that photo. It's been a long time since Bella, since Fresh Prince was on, so I definitely have a nostalgia gut. But most remarkably, both Aunt Vivs are in it. Now, the reason that's Ooh, significant yes, is because the first Aunt Viv was booted there. from the show and there's a lot of bad blood, but she seems to have shot her stuff on a different day. That they're, they're like the photo she's in is in like the audience because um, they must have used the original studios that they shot it in. That she's in like the audience seating area. Mm. The reason why that's significant is she's talking to Will, who is the person she had the most bad blood with. Yeah, they did not get on. So it it's like oh my god, have those two buried the hatchet long enough to like? Do you know what? Yeah, we but just who want to celebrate what we did? <laughs> James Avery, and that's why he's no longer with us. They all murdered him, and they're doing this special to distract from it. But yeah, the majority of the posts, it was quite heartwarming. The majority of the posts in relation to it were filled with comment sections of people just going, right, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. And it's like, oh, oh my God, this this community around this show is kind of wonderful. And then it made me realise we're about to see when this doc comes out toward the end of the year. I think it's HBO Max in the States. And I don't know where it's going to be everywhere else, but I, I imagine like most sort of American documentary or one-off specials that never get broadcast here, we'll have it on YouTube within a week. Yeah. But um, like, how else are you supposed to watch like the Entertainment Weekly reunions and things like that? You mm. have to just watch them on YouTube because we don't get broadcast for them over here. But I can imagine that uh, when this happens, we're going to see something we've never really seen on the internet, which is the Fresh Prince fandom turning out en masse. Now, that sounds like a weird sentence in general, because it's like, what? But it's, it's no, weird guys, to think of... guys who were too young yeah. to really see it when it was on, listening to this podcast, my lords and ladies, this show was fucking huge. Well, I think that's why it's weird to think of it as having a fandom, because it was so mainstream. Mm. Or maybe mm. that's just but, maybe that's mm. just my experience with it. But... Well, I don't know what you mean, but when I say a fandom, I mean... It's going to be a very specific sect of people that are going to celebrate this special, like. But it will. It won't just be like, oh, they're a cult fandom. It'll be no. It'll just be people of a certain age yeah. are all going yeah, to come yeah. back to celebrate this. And I've got to say, I'm hoping that they're lovely. <laughs> I'm hoping that they're a lovely fandom because I have nothing but love and warmth in my heart for that show. And it would suck to suddenly see a really toxic Fresh Prince fandom show up on the internet. Like, no! Just because you weren't here when the internet existed doesn't mean you get to ruin it for everyone. Go away! But yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that. Jeffrey literally looks grey. That's the only change. I'm trying to remember the actor's name now, but he, he just looks grey. He just didn't, looks in entirely grey. 
He's made of stone now. He's been reverted to black and white television. He's a statue of his former self. Um, <laughs> and DJ Jazzy Jeff hasn't aged a freaking day either. Well, they've kept him on vanilla ice. <laughs> Which vanilla ice is fuming about. Like, Get off me. <laughs> someone, has to get someone, who- someone had to stop him. He's been battling vanilla ice in the underworld to stop him from re-emerging. <laughs> For the last 20 odd years. You know, they got Jazzy Jeff back so he could do the special then. Somebody had to grab him, boot open the front door, <laughs> throw him out. <laughs> I, I am, I'm going to be so pissed if I can't find the Fresh Prince on any of the streaming things that I've got oh, because God, I yeah. will probably be end something. up revisiting it. I'm probably going to have to revisit it in the next couple of weeks something and just old... bathe in it. I want to say it's on HBO Max or something stupid like that. I've got, I've got the, um, and again, young listeners might not know what this is, but I've got the first two seasons on DVD, so I <laughs> could start there. Uh, <laughs> People know what DVDs are, Chris. No, they don't. They're so old, and I'm so young. That's <laughs> not the other way around. Um, Speaking of old, oh, tell oh, me, tell me about this this this, uh, <laughs> this new trailer for the James Bond film that came out three months ago. <laughs> I was in Big Asda before, and I saw the cover of like Empire Magazine, or whatever, and it had the horror film, the horror movie rundown, and all the films it listed on the front. I was like, that should have been out earlier this year. Yeah, that should yeah. have been out earlier this year. That's gone to VOD. That should have been out earlier this year. That's been pushed back to next year. I know yeah. that for a fact. Okay, this is weird. Okay, your October horror issue is behind the scenes peeks at movies that are already long finished. This is weird. Uh, although genius, the main cover star on the magazine on the it's either Empire or Total Film is. Candyman, and okay. though there are no bees on the cover, which is a massive missed opportunity. Yes. Another feature they've got at the minute is their top ten worst movies as voted for by the viewers, uh, by the readers. Yeah. And the 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 photograph accompanying that strap poking out from behind the title on the magazine cover is Nick Cage in the Wicker Man remake, uh... like swatting. And I'm like, why have you not put bees on the cover? This is perfect. I can see why you've done it. You've put not the bees, man, in the top left, co- top right corner, mm-hmm. and the man made of bees in the middle of the cover. Like, why are there no bees on the cover? Why are there no bees? Anyway, um, I'm James looking forward Bond. to Candyman. I need to find a way to watch Candyman when it comes out properly. Uh, anyway, we'll have to, James we'll have to Bond. get our eyes around it. We, we, we <laughs> this is how long the lockdown's going for. Been going on for. Lucy and I borrowed your Blu-ray copy of the original to watch it before we were going to see the new one, like three weeks later. Fuck. It's 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 in our living room, like next to the PS4, because it's just like we've. I mean, we we just we're not going into the cinema anytime soon. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. We still watched it because we wanted to watch it and then go see the new one. Give it a watch, if only for the Pip Glass score. Should we watch it five times in a row? Well, uh, in a mirror, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just watch the reflection. Just um, turn, just turn so... your TV around into a mirror and play it into the mirror five times. Um, <laughs> so no time to die. <laughs> the James Bond fucking movie. Um, they released a final trailer. I.e., <laughs> we've got to remind everybody that this movie is happening. <laughs> final at some trailer point. for a film that's like three or four months delayed. All right. Okay, yeah. tell me about this final trailer. I mean, trailer. I get it, I get it, I get it. Like, Wonder Woman did it too, and it's mostly just to remind people that this is coming. Like, it is coming, it's just not coming when we wanted it to. Uh, but there are pills for that. <laughs> so, um... I was trying to work out how to make a guy out of that, but you beat me to it. Um, 
Well. <laughs> Give me a cock and I'll gag on it. So... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> get what you're given and you'll like it. Um, well. So... <laughs> What's really weird about this Fuck is the know. previous trailer was really stylish and quite enigmatic and left a lot to the imagination in terms of where the film was going to go. We we mostly knew plot details from the stuff we've talked about on the show before. Mm. Like James is retired, there's a new 007 in his place, um, and something brings him back out of hiding because he's sort of like targeted directly in this plot. And we knew from the fact Christoph Waltz was announced to be in it that it would also tie into Spectre. Like, it, it, this is very much a... The same way that Spectre was sort of tried to retroactively con, um, uh, uh, condense all of the Daniel Craig movies into one plot line, this film was actually going to earn that by being like, no, this will be a culmination of the previous four and this is the finale of the series. And it's like, okay, sure, that's unique. No Bond's really done that before. So that's that's cool. We know this is the actor's last you know, time in the main role, hmm. wrap it up so that it's like, oh, my favourite James Bond is the Daniel Craig, like, era, the Daniel Craig series, where there are five and they're all connected. And it's like, great, cool, why not? Sure. Hashtag not my James This trailer... Bond. What? Hashtag not my James Bond. Oh, oh Timothy, I see. Timothy Dalton all the way. Really? No. Is he your James? <laughs> I, I don't say, like not James big Bond. On the Bond movies. I think I've decided the after all these years that I don't actually like James Bond. I like On a Majesty's Secret Service. I'm not even kidding. I genuinely love that one. It's the Fair. red-headed stepchild of the Bond series. Well, also uh, more relevant because of the passing of Dame Diana Rigg last week. Yes! Shit. Yeah, that was um, mm. that was a depressing start to the week, wasn't it? It was like the weekend, just crack the news, bump. Dame Diana's gone. Like, Imagine how oh, she felt. Hmm? Imagine how she felt. <laughs> well, she didn't. That's, that's the point. Um, oh no, we're terrible. We're going nah. to hell. But it's all right. Yeah, we're down right. there. We're already in hell. We'll tell you what. We'll tell you what happened to all those cool movies that you're never going to see. <laughs> yeah, so this this trailer um, has an opportunity to just remind people that the movie is going to be coming out later this year. Or it is going to be here. Get excited. We haven't forgotten about you. We don't want you to forget about us. But what it does instead is it Sony's all over itself. <laughs> We've talked before about Sony releases, their trailers kind of, usually their second to last or their last trailer, shit in the bed and showing all the contents of the script. Like, here is the entire film in screen grabs they and, can't and help themselves. snippets. And that, I mean, for Christ's sake, there was the whole thing with the Amazing Spider-Man movies, especially number two, number two where they included spoilers for the, fin the final 15 minutes of the movie in the trailer. It's like, why, why do this? Why would you do this? I guess it's a formula they really believe in because the trailer for No Time to Die has me simultaneously excited to see these action set pieces because they look legitimately really fucking impressive. Yeah. But also, I can kind of piece together where they fit. I'm like, well, that's clearly in the beginning. Well, that's clearly in the middle. Well, that's clearly after that yeah, one because yeah. he's got an injury and that and he's wearing that suit. Well, that and, and some people might say, well, that's a bit nitpicky. The trailer's about four minutes long, and you see, I think, I tried to count it, you see a total of uh, 
it's like 14 distinct different action set pieces yeah obviously i might be wrong in a couple places a couple of them might be the same one at very different points in the runtime of it but that's that's the whole movie it, that's a whole film yeah it's imagine if the avengers endgame trailer was like here's them going through time here's them doing this here's them meeting their past selves Here's them stealing a thing. Here's and then, them beheading Thanos. Here's them fighting other Thanos. Here's the portals moment. Yeah. Come see the movie. You'd be like, well, I've seen it now. Imagine I've if On Your thing. Left was in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It really makes me admire like their marketing campaign, in particular Marvel Studios, like the restraint they it, show. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, right down to subtle trolling and editing to, to cover things up purposefully. Yeah. Um, which is, you know power to him because it worked yeah freaking work. endgame only ever showed us stuff from the first 20 minutes and we didn't realize it there was, i don't think there was anything past them in the time travel suits no the, the, the uh, shot the, of them yeah, walking we, to the time machine i think is the last is is the bit in yeah. the trailer that's the, from the latest in the movie yeah and even then it's a doctored shot because i think it's uh Bruce Banner is Bruce Banner. No, yeah. And Thor is uh, slim, short beard Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. In in a time travel suit. And it's like, huh. To the point where the, the marketing, the merchandise purposefully mistold the plot of the film. Yeah. To keep things under wraps. If you bought any merch from the early stuff that came out for Endgame, none of it's in the films. No. Like the Lego sets, the the first Lego sets to come out for Endgame is Captain Marvel and Outriders fighting in the hangar at Avengers base, and the main builder figure piece of it is a War Machine Hulkbuster. Yeah, with a roadie figure in it, and you're like, oh, oh, this that's is cool. cool. Yeah, it's not in the film. It's not in the film. It's not in the film. Every piece of Thor merchandise for the first four or five months into and including like just off the back of the release is slim Chris Hemsworth in a time travel suit holding uh, Stormbreaker, and that's it. That's all he is. Like, months later. Marvel Legends released a Captain America figure based on Endgame, limited run to Walmart. I was so lucky that I got in there before Scalpers overcharged for it to come to the UK. I managed to get it for 30 quid maximum, and I was so happy about this. Mm. And it's Captain America... As he is in this really cool art, it's really cool costume in, in that film, and it's got a swappable Chris Evans head and a, and a, a, a swappable head, a penis, uh, and you know there it is. And what's great is on the box, it's just Captain America and this and the other, and as packaged with him as always is the shield. When you opened it and took the plastic thing outside the box to get the figure out, tucked behind the shield was Mjolnir. <laughs> so even if someone even if someone had managed to get a hold of it like somehow before the film came out they just go oh what's that doing in there and That's there's no good. sign of it on the shelf with Mjolnir in his hand anywhere on the packaging in the packaging you can't see it from any angle it's like that is fucking brilliant mm -hmm. like well done hiding a spoiler in the box so much so well that you have to have bought the figure and taken it home to go oh Oh, there's Thor's hammers in here. That's weird. And then obviously just think, oh, I guess it must have just like fallen in. Because it, it was loose as well in a little bracket. It's not like it wasn't clicked in. It's just little th little thoughts like that. It's like, well done. Whereas uh, the trailer for No Time to Die is just like, here's the film. I'm calling it now. Christoph Waltz turned out to be Blofeld, confirming that these movies are indeed their own mini reboot. Yeah. 
despite Skyfall celebrating the history of 50 years of the franchise by yeah. sort of alluding to previous things, but sure, whatever, I kind of see it as its own mini-event. Um, uh, based on his lair and the way he dresses, um, Rami Malek's character is absolutely going to fucking be Doctor No. Like, it, it, it just feels like they're coming full circle. In the trailer, yes! he's, he's, he's in like a hillside base and there's like big glass walls looking out over the mountains. He's in fucking silk pajamas. It's like, this is going to be Dr. No. Where's this Baron Samadip? No. Where's Jaws? If you're rebooting everyone, give me give me odd um, odd job. Give me, you know, if you're going to reboot it. Give me random task. Oh, fuck. That is the one good joke in all of the three Austin Powers <laughs> Random know, there, was, there was another <laughs> decent joke in the Austin Powers movies, which was turned into a meme today, which we'll talk a lot about a little bit later. Um, but first, fair enough. Before we do that, um, oh 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 oh, should we talk a little about the other trailer that, that came out? We can, we can. Um, there's guess. not much to say about it. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fine because I've got I've got oh. another piece of news that we f- I forgot to mention before we we hit record that I'm really oh, okay. excited to mention. So uh, I will do it. After, what's the trailer? Uh, Mandalorian Season 2. Yes! There's a trailer for Mandalorian um, Season 2. The trailer um, for Mandalorian Season 2 is out uh, declaring that, hey, yeah, we have absolutely finished this and it is coming out on October 30th on Disney+. Plus. It's short. It's sweet. They're on a boat. There's Gamorrean guards Gam- half yeah, naked in, fighting yeah. in a ring. I'm all about that. Um, um, there's... Uh, there's uh, Grief Cargo in a beard. to a couple of... Lo- yeah, a couple of returning locations uh, from the previous series, meaning some returning characters. Uh, no shots of Ahsoka Tano. No shots like, of... You probably uh, should have. But, the room but really heavily Boba Fett. Pl- Where? Yeah, but really, really heavily... Boba Fett. But really heavily playing up the, oh, this year's story arc is about Jedi. Not the Jedi as, as such, but the fact that the only connection we have to the child and where they might have come from has something to do with the Jedi. Yeah. Meaning someone must be like, oh yeah, that that green guy. Yeah, they had a old as fuck one, like was one of the Jedi's back in the back in the days of the Galactic Republic. So maybe try and find a Jedi. So I think that's the series excuse to finally get a lightsaber in it, but it also will pay off the whole Giancarlo Esposito's character, uh Moff Gideon. Having the dark saber, yeah, boy. which is like that's a significant item from the animated series. Yeah, boy. Why does he have it? Hmm. So I guess you know, Jedi was inevitable in well, a way. Sabine um, Wren doesn't have it anymore, clearly. So I guess things yeah. didn't turn out so well for her. No. Oh god, if it cuts to like his lair and he's got a helmet and a severed head in there or something <laughs> did you notice did you notice the mandalorian had like a new insignia on his uh shoulder i didn't notice thing. that i didn't know there's this that. really intricate kind of like flame insignia on his uh on is his that scar is armor. that from your 10 things you missed uh easter yeah, egg video but but, but did i will you draw watch a red the circle awesome around the video. dirt behind him no because he is like he's he's a you know colin robinson from colin robinson He's an energy vampire. He's an energy vampire. Okay. Like what we okay. do in the shadows. So I, I can't watch. He doesn't appear in his videos anymore. Emergency Awesome. Last time we talked about him, I think we looked him up and it was like, oh, he doesn't actually appear. He just does voiceover now. Um, voiceover is easy 20, to be fair. Here are 20 things you missed in the Suicide Squad teaser image released on Twitter. Um, uh, number one, 
the credits uh, <laughs> list Margot Robbie near the front, which suggests that she will indeed be a main character in this scene. <laughs> That's, oh, stop it! Stop the it! Font. I can feel myself dying on the inside. <laughs> and the outside. Um, at all points in between. All betwixt. Uh, I'm, so, I'm happy for more Mandalorian. I want it in my life. It will be warm and fun. Yeah. Um, um, let's just hope that none of the other rest of the cast turn out to be transphobes after Gina Carano started tweeting things. Um, yeah, is that, is that like is that like really solidly official that she's... Because I know the Rosario Dawson one's really complicated. It's like some of her family fucked over somebody and were transphobic in this lawsuit against them. And the suspicion is that Rosario is also transphobic because she hasn't spoken up against that no, element I, of it. I think Gina and Carano like, was like... Oh. Basically, she was like... Take, bemoaning people telling you their pronouns oh fuck off Gina Carano come on so, so yeah like it affects your life at all Gina. I know what I know fuck? I know oh well but, I mean that at least that at least shows that maybe she it's not too late for her to be educated after she's realised she's being a twat but I don't know hopefully we are in the era hopefully of, it's that simple but we're in the era mm. of doubling down hard but again we'll uh, we'll come to that that's uh, true. <laughs> Hagrid and Luna love good are both fucking turfs anyway oh, no! so uh, yeah, right tell me about well. the other piece of news well Ant-Man's been busy this week oh, oh um, of course of course Ant-Man has been of massively course. busy uh, not only did he give Governor Cuomo in New York City a hand uh, in his alter ego of Paul Rudd to talk to fellow... Have you seen that? It's so funny. PSA to fellow millennials. We're from to protect Paul your Rudd. rad crew. It's like, they, they said, you're 26, right? And I didn't correct them. <laughs> it's like, great. very good. Just a reminder, that ridiculously youthful looking man is 50 years old. Just think about that for a second, everybody, well, and hate yourself just a little bit more. It also um, uh, caused a fresh uh, release of the Super Nintendo advert he did. When that came out oh, yeah. from years ago, which is yes. wonderful. Yeah, he looks the fucking same. It's horrifying. Oh, yeah. I think, that, I think the secret is you have to be in a out-of-continuity Halloween movie to bathe <laughs> in the bask of the warmth of the Eter- Fountain of Eternal Youth. Ah, uh, yes. You um, have to be a member of the Cult of the Thorn. Well, think about it. Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Yeah, she has aged, but she has aged incredibly well yes. for a human being who's worked for tirelessly for decades as an actor and for charities who's had kids who goes actively to street fighter tournaments <laughs> and conventions like she should look absolutely shattered if happy but shattered at all times and she doesn't she looks phenomenal why because not only is she in canon halloween movies <laughs> she's in non-canon halloween movies so she, she's is... got she's sipped from both fonts you see what is canon but a thing to shoot with Shoot people's <laughs> fan theories into the sun. There you go. Um, um, there you go. So, so yes. uh, oh, I mean, Marvel actors have been doing an amazing job this past week of, of making really fun commercials and PSAs. Like, Ryan Reynolds has been doing one for that internet provider where he talks about, like, and um, I can't remember the phrasing, but he talks about, like, and speaking of beloved things that we don't see enough of nowadays, here's Rick Moranis to tell you more. And Rick Moranis just <laughs> walks Rick in. Moranis like, of retirement. I, I, I'm not, not quite sure why I'm here. And it's just, it's one of those where, like, even though we are never going to use that service provider because we're in the UK, we don't have access to it. I was like, I'm so grateful for this advert. Any excuse to just, like, check in on Rick Moranis. I'm so like, grateful yeah, for Rick Moranis. Sure. Like, he, he's just, there he is. He Isn't looked, he coming back to do another thing? 
He's doing uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the series for um, for Disney Plus. It's a series uh, of films, so it's like it's like two or three movies. Um, uh, not to be confused with the TV series from the nineties that had nothing not that he star. wasn't in. Yeah, uh, like many many movies in the nineties that got spin off live action TV series, like Bill and Ted, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And Ninja Turtles. Um, oh, so we do not speak of the next mutation. Hey, it's canon in the Power Rangers universe. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. They had a crossover with Power Rangers in space. <laughs> so it's canon. And Venus has been added in retroactively in recent comic book continuities. Like they found a way to do her, but not shit. Oh, they've done. No, because <laughs> so... no, they've done a fifth turtle who's a girl, but, they it's, have, not, but it's not but... Venus. But they did Venus before that at some oh, okay. point. Because Turtles has undergone the same thing as like Transformers and Ghostbusters, where every now and again they just go, fuck this canon, we're starting again. <laughs> like, uh, we're going again. It never uh, happened. Here it is now. Um, uh, oh, so also I, I mentioned the, the Transformers-Ghostbusters <laughs> crossover a while back. Yes. Uh, they're getting ready to release the Transformers X Back to the Future. Um, I, saw the, I saw the cover for issue going, one, yeah. Because they did the toy, they did the DeLorean. It's Gigawatt. Like Gigawatt. Whatever you want it. Marty! That is a great name for it, though. Oh, my God. They couldn't pick a more perfect name. An Autobot called Gigawatt, who is a is a transforming, time-traveling DeLorean. Yeah. Like, perfect. Pretty good. Perfect. Oh, Pretty my God. Good. Sit in it, Marty! Sit in it! <laughs> we gotta get this baby to 88 miles per hour! Here, I'll lick my balls. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> but also speaking of Ant-Man, as we were at some point in this conversation. Yeah, God knows um, where we went. Where do you go to, my lovely? Um Lovecraft Lovecraft Country's uh Jonathan Majors. Um, yes. He's from Lovecraft Country, isn't he? He is the lead in Lovecraft Country, yeah. He's yes. brilliant. Uh, I still need to watch it. Um, I've watched the first two, I've not watched any more yet. I like it, I've just not got around to watching more of it. He's he's a television actor who everybody at the moment is like, yeah, this guy's really freaking great. Uh, he has been cast in Ant-Man 3, which means two things. One, Ant-Man 3's confirmed everybody. Like, it was the one film we yes. were sort of going, we'd like another Ant-Man movie. It has yet to be mentioned in any capacity that they're working on one. And then a few months ago, we reported, obviously, after reading it online, mm. that Paul Rudd had mentioned he has been in talks with Kevin Feige about the next Ant-Man. So it was like, oh... So they are doing one that's good to hear. Because in all the things they've announced, Ant-Man wasn't there. And Ant-Man and the Wasp was like one of the more enjoyable entries in the last few years. Because it was just sort of a standalone story, doing its own thing. It was really fun. Um, Evangeline Lilly uh, was fucking great. Oh, it. It yeah. Was like, yes. Yeah, she was. Um, and she seems to have since realized she made a really big fuck up talking about the coronavirus dismissively early on in the pandemic. So it's like, well done. Hey, well done. I, I, we, both, we both did a little bit of that, to be fair. We like, did, I think but, no, but she did. made that whole th- she, she did that same thing that um, Vanessa Hudgens did of being like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, get yeah. over yeah, it. Yeah, we It'll be fine. That. It's like people die all the time. It's like, oh, read the room. People are dying right now for a thing that like government should have protected us from much sooner than they did. Read the room. No. Really <laughs> oh fucking Jesus! Uh, you know, a lot more people are going to be like, "Well, Liam was always my favourite." Now, so um, <laughs> so him being cast in Ant Man Three means Ant Man Three is happening. That is great. But also, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving this news to you, dear listener, with a 
fistful of salt because nowhere has officially confirmed this yet. Yeah, the, this is... A, I don't know where this rumour's come from, but this rumour has been floating around that... People have been running with it. He's playing Kang the Conqueror. Which would be... Uh, fabulous. Well, the Ant-Man movies, like the first one is a heist movie with some heavy sci-fi ideas in it. The second one is a really cool sci-fi action movie about, you know, macro verses and, 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 and technology screwing with human um, existence and, and what it can do to one person if it's unchecked. And that's cool. But we've since had Endgame, like the, the population of the planet has been halved and then restored five years later. The, the Marvel Universe has gone through a lot of changes. Mm. So it gives way for Ant-Man's third movie to be like, let's do something bigger and weirder. And if you fuck with time travel in the Marvel Universe, chances are you're you're probably going to meet the fucking master of time travel in the Marvel Universe. One might say Um, that um, (laughs) the Marvel Universe is primed to uh, be more open to the fantastic yeah. um, <laughs> I've seen people being like oh right so like they're casting an African American actor as, as Kang the Conqueror because of read into comics everybody take too long but because of like his connection to Reed Richards then does that mean Reed Richards would be an African American actor it's like um, maybe Possibly. I mean that's completely up to them maybe um, they're not thinking that far ahead maybe they're not going to do that sure. particular maybe they're not going to do character. that Unless unless they're going to really pull the rug out from under our feet and then announce after this. Oh, by the way, Jonathan Majors is also going to be playing Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four. <laughs> to which I think we'd all go, sure? Yeah, it's I'd go that. Great. I'd, I'd Why do that. not? I'd do that. Um, <laughs> like, bring it on. Um, I mean, that would be genius. Like, being like, yeah, this actor's going to play two major roles because of the connection of the characters in the comics. Why not? It's like, okay, sure. Um, but if he's playing Kang the Conqueror, then that's amazing because that means that OG Kang's like first storyline and whenever they adapt him, his first storyline is usually, I have come from the future, everything's gone to shit, and the Avengers and an upcoming thing they're going to do is the reason for that. So I'm here to, and it's usually like not, it's usually revealed that he's got much more insidious uh, methods at play. But at first he's like, I'm going to just tear you guys apart like so that you don't work together and that that, that future never comes to, part, to pass. I'm going to tear you apart like warm bread. And then based on it, which interpretation it is, you usually find out that actually he's here to fuck around with this because if he does this at this time, this will happen in the future. If uh, And his name, The Conqueror, comes from the fact that he's like, oh yeah, no, I go back, I feck with time streams, and by the time I return to the present... I make it play to my advantage, and that place belongs to me now. Do we like, think, oh, dude, if we're getting Kang the Conqueror, does that mean we're also getting Ramatut and Immortus? I don't think we're getting them right away, but I wouldn't put it past them making a cameo. Are you oh. kidding me? Like fuck's sake, we 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 got um, who was it who appeared in Ant Man? There, there's a there's a blink and you'll miss it. Uh, when he when he goes into the macroverse at the end of the first one, it looks like he's going to be lost forever. There's like those flashes in the clouds and all this that, and the other. And people manage to figure out that at a certain moment when you screen grab it, um, at first people were like, "Is that is that Janet? Is that Janet in there? Because it's sort of like the shape of the person. Like, is that yeah. hinting that she's in there?" And Peyton Reed, I think at the time, was like, "Well, maybe, maybe." And then others since have noticed that kind of looks like eternity. Is yeah. that eternity? And it's like. No, I'm not going to say. And it's like, right, well, they're obviously not planning to put Eternity necessarily in a movie. 
But if they're willing to go there to be like, let's make this Easter egg just sort of obscure enough yeah. that people can take it one of several ways, then it's like, why would they not put like immortal shit into a why into would a, they not? Into a film? If you, if you, I mean, as a franchise, it's one of those where they've they can pretty much do whatever they want now. They've got and so I, I kind of like goodwill. that because this could be the new big bad for at least Phase Four. Yeah, maybe. Like Kang could be an element that recurs throughout Phase Four as a whole, and and I would be so fine with that because you know in this universe the Avengers fuck with time. Maybe this is a guy from the the time stream that they kept hopping into or mm. you know one of those real one of those versions of reality and how things played out and he's hopped here and he's like right i found where they all came from they've screwed us over the universe is fucked i'm here to put like put things to right and teach you a lesson and it makes sense that the ant-man cast would be the ones to deal with it because time travel became possible in endgame because of the macroverse and and uh and everything that they learned from um scott's seemingly like five hours in there and coming back out five years had passed and everything so well it's not the macroverse is it what do they, what do they call it in, in those films um, it's got a different name the quantum realm quantum realm that's the one macroverse is DC no macroverse is also Marvel but it's uh, it's miniature universes within the universe because like Reed Richards and co go to the yeah. macroverse and that's where people like this, the psycho man and stuff like hide the out between psycho adventures man. The fucking psycho man with his Love with it. his with his tablet in modern versions with his tablet with like the emotions that he forces. I love it. On. I love it. That's in the older <laughs> versions as well, and it's still written on in yeah. big block letters. Because having read yeah. having read fear, like, <laughs> horror, <laughs> intimidation, having read up to like ninety five in Fantastic Four, so like the first thirty odd years of Fantastic Four. Yeah. Psycho Man's weird and has always been yeah. weird. But like enjoyably so. Maybe yeah. not a full movie level character, but Kang apps a freaking loot. Maybe he's Psycho Man. Um Maybe he's Psycho Man. Could you imagine? I'll buy that. Maybe for he's a um <laughs> Maybe he's uh maybe he's Ultron uh two point Maybe he's Ultron eight. Cause Tony's gone now, so if they wanted to do more Ultron stories, they could tie him into Hank Pym. Ultron Eight is twice the father you ever were. Um, so, oh, if you if you're gonna go to if you're gonna go to yeah, of course, freaking old man Logan. If you if you're gonna go to obscure spin-off versions of other characters, can we have Brodock? Bro- oh, okay. You, you know, and he's all handsome and he's but with a big head. That it turns out it was all a lie because it was actually. Mo- What's the new Modok called? Like what he's been called the last few years? He's like Modok Prime or something. Yeah, or, something like that. Where sure. basically he looks like classic Modoc, but he's bald and uh, fucks around with his appearance more. When why not? When are we getting the next wave movie complete with Elvis Modocs? Um <laughs> The Elvis Modoc Shit. If you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, just go to Google. Just type just, in Brodoc and just, then type in Elvis Modoc. Just next wave. <laughs> just go and read next wave. Just try and forget that it was written by Warren Ellis. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was, oh God. Yeah. Also problematic. Oh. Turns out oh. all your faves are problematic. Oh um, my God. I mean, Matt and I have murdered people. Modoc yeah. Superior. That's what he's Modoc called. Su- the Superior Modoc. Superior. Um, yeah. Remember when everything was the Superior after Superior Spider-Man was good? Oh God. Yeah. When they did their own versions and it was really pointless. 
superior like uh, Iron Man, which lasted for about su- eight issues because it went from Axis into Secret Wars. Like, yeah, okay, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? Super- superior Iron Man was really pointless. Like, it was really pointless. He's Tony, but he's like a massive prick. It's like, so Tony then? Yeah. Yeah, but like, he's really nasty. Cool, okay, no thanks. And then a year later they go, uh, now Doom is Iron Man, so we're basically doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, no, but Doom's good uh, though. Doom's what was he called? Iron was he called the Was he called the Immortal Iron Man or, uh, some, or something like that? Think the Insidious Iron Man, or I don't know. Let's have a little look. I can't Doom remember Iron Man because it, um, Infamous Iron Man. Infamous, yeah. Because think, um, what's the name? Just took over Iron Man in a cape, which is highly impractical. Impractical. Um, Riri. <laughs> Took over as Invincible Iron Man. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know what she's up to now. I don't know what any of that like sort of generic. Miles is is bumming around doing stuff. Ms. Marvel's bumming mm. around doing stuff. I think I guess they were the champions for a while, but I don't know. I I fuck mm. knows. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but I do know something. What's that? Oh, what's that? What what what's that? If you've Ooh. got if you if you're a turf, double down on it and be a turf. Um, I don't want to dwell on this, but I just want to mention briefly that um, so the reviews started coming out for the latest Cormoran Strike thriller, which is the series that um, J.K. Rowling writes as Robert Galbraith, the uh, sort of detective series, adult detective fiction. Um, turns out the plot <laughs> of uh, Troubled Blood, which I only know the title of it because one of the reviews and three I packed about yeah four dozen copies of it so um yeah <laughs> it it turns out that the plot is about a dude serial killer who dresses up as a woman to prey on women in female spaces yeah she literally <laughs> created yeah. the villain that she's that she's uh, supposedly so panicked about can we just which not? Either, which either means that she's trying to show what she's try- saying is her yeah. reason for being so protective of over over trans individuals in what she believes is a, a, a protective and caring mm. way, um, and also over female spaces. Um, it's her way of saying, this is what I'm saying could happen and like it probably does all the time. and the- Or... She's just completely funneling all of her hatred of the trans community and their reaction it, to, to the things she's been saying into a character. Also, it's not the uh, the first time there's been a trans character on that series that's been uh, that's been treated poorly. <laughs> it's been handled poorly, shall Fuck. we say? Um, Fucking hell! But yeah, uh, which bring which you know. Uh, someone repurposed the Austin Powers uh, penis pump gag, but with different J.K. Rowling things. Yeah, <laughs> just like I am a total transphobe, and that totally is my bag, baby. By yeah. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> um, so if you know that gag, you've seen the meme. Anyway, uh, yeah. but yeah, um, and now you're telling me that Robbie Coltrane and Ivana Lynch are doubling, uh, are backing her up, and I'm like, oh. Why they've, they've leapt into defender and it's why like, are we doing oh. this? What, who <laughs> billionaire J.K. Rowling does not need your your protection. She's fine. My, uh, 
a relative of mine a few weeks ago we were talking about the jk thing and they said um i just i mean i don't agree with her but the way that sort of the the rupert grint and and dan rancliffe and emma watson came out and sort of you know essentially bit the hand that feeds them like that's i thought that was that wasn't on and i said so what you're saying is just because Lex Luthor's put some money into redeveloping the suburbs in Metropolis, Superman should be his best mate and defend him. Like, that, Listen. is that really the... That's not... No. I said, like, they played characters who were absolutely written from a place of having a positive and inclusive ideology. Just because the person who wrote that turns out to be a shit shouldn't mean that they're like, I, well, I you know, like, Joanna's... You know, she's sort of thinking about it. They're like, no, they've got no. What she's saying is wrong, and it's completely right to say that it's wrong. Like for, um, for someone Absolutely who came right from, to do that. you know, the background of being a, a single mum, a victim of abuse, she should know better. But yeah, yeah, but because it's not yeah, her you know. direct situation, she's decided that she knows all about it and is going to judge it. And it's like, what? No, hang on, no, that's good. No, that's not it's, how this works. This, this is good. This is this is good, Joe. It's good luck. Uh, just stop. Well, then, Joe, just stop. you anus face. Uh, as it turns out, <laughs> not good. Um, oh, and also on the subject of Lex Luthor, let me tell you about Lex Luthor. Right? <laughs> that bastard Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor stole 40 yeah. cakes. That's as many as four tens. And that that's is as many terrible. as four tens. <laughs> you know what else is terrible? Our email section. Here we go. Email. We're going to round off this show with a couple of emails. Um, At least one will confess a murder. Emails. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Emails. Because our Doctor Who correspondent Sam has returned with um, his second part of of the War Games. Oh, Uh, shit. Yeah. Recap of the War Games uh, in an email entitled Pat Pat the Hat Man. Um, Pat Pat the Hat Man. (laughs) (laughs) And Sam says. Please to Pat Pat on the one called the Hat Man. Uh, oh God, this is this is bonkers, even even by some standards. Uh, Take hello, a breath. Take a War breath. Games episode six to ten. Episode six, can you surrender, please? Please surrender. Episode seven, getting too long, too long. Episode eight, Warlord and his big eyes. Episode nine, <laughs> back to the nineteen seventeen zone. Say next bit of episode nine in slow motion. Episode 10. You can stop the slow motion now. (laughs) The doctor is on trial. Oh, no, no, no more, Jamie. I have not been so sad since sexy Ian left London 1965. What? And now, Devious, John Pertwee, yes, last Wait, he appeared in the what? show, and it's shit. I know it's fan film, but it's shit. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sam. You don't count Devious as part of your official watch-a-thon. Like, you, you don't, don't count do Devious that. as part of your official watch. What? <laughs> now season 6B. <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone think that the two Doctors is season 6B? For the second Doctor, no, no. Jamie said in it, can we go get Victoria? Victoria! So the five Doctors and the three Doctors is season B for the second. Is season 6B for the second Doctor. I'm so sad to see Pat go. Love this story. Maybe a seven episode story. 
Sorry for the long email, but next week it will be Batman 1966. <laughs> Goodbye, my friends. From Sam. <laughs> it won't be Batman 1966 next week. It will be something even weirder. Ah, oh, your head's a wonderful, strange place, Sam. Thanks for sharing it with us. Um, We're fans. Keep it coming. Yeah. Keep it coming. Uh, this one comes in from Sean. Sean says... Sean? Sean says, all right, guys. You're right, Sean. All right, Sean. Uh, after hearing Sean, you... Yeah. After hearing you guys talking about bad superhero entertainment, that does not narrow it down, um, I thought I would <laughs> tell you about good superhero entertainment I've watched over the past month. Firstly, I checked out Stargirl, the not-quite-CWDC show. That's a lot of abbreviations. Which is pretty good. It feels like it would fit into the CW Arrowverse shows, but its bigger budget and serialised nature does make it feel different. Oh, sorry. Mm. Sorry, that was awful. Yeah. Um, and the show is pretty <laughs> fast-paced with no real filler. When this show moves fully to the CW, let's hope Warner decides to move the budget as well. Okay, okay. I might give I might give Stargirl a pop. Um, also managed to watch the Amazon original The Boys, which is great. The violence, score and edginess are not as overboard as I first thought it would be, and after seeing the trailers last year, most of the characters are pretty morally grey, but there are a few good eggs that you want to see survive. Into season two, I feel like anybody could just be killed because of characters like Homelander, who I feel constantly on edge whenever he's on screen because it does seem like he could snap at any time and kill the first people he sees. Um, yeah, I've not started on the second season of The Boys yet. I think we'll probably do that this weekend because um, they're releasing it episode by episode, not all in one chunk like they did the first series. Um, but I really enjoyed the first series. Uh, and you know, I wasn't sure what to expect because I hadn't read it. But I know it's based on a Garth Ennis book, and Garth Ennis can just be a little much sometimes, like a little yeah. too cynical. I get that. Too... But I, that for me, I've read the first volume, and, and the charm of that book, to, to for lack of a better word, is how cynical it is. It was sort yeah. of when yeah, it, yeah. when it came out, it was very much like a oh shit, this is a this is a yeah, but fuck this genre take on the genre yeah and yeah. it was sort of like oh this is kind of striking and interesting um but yeah it's uh i've still not dived into the show but i love it's good man. carl urban it's good. so he's great in it he's having a whale of a time um and also <laughs> does his cockney the... accent does his cockney accent like get progressively worse oh no it's great it's great um <laughs> and oh, I, I think it's anthony Starr who plays homelander yeah he's thanks um, <laughs> that was our uh, the boys correspondent yeah, Keeks there. that was our movie trivia correspondent that's what she's uh, she's good at that um, <laughs> he's fucking terrifying he's fucking terrifying like for all the Warner Brothers seem intent on doing evil Superman like, don't bother because the boys is around like he's, o- he's so, over here like he exists and someone's nailed it evil Superman is just terrifyingly <laughs> psychopathic stuff like complete lack of empathy um just so powerful completely detached from humanity super uh, superman um, if lex luthor was superman yeah basically uh and stole 40k like that attitude uh yeah <laughs> 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 all right next one <laughs> we're gonna wrap up this week with this one from uh this one coming in from dan, dan the original dan. you might say um, the original man. Uh, it says Big Damn Bionicles. Oh. Couple of questions for your ears and eyes. <laughs> that was a callback. <laughs> Chris, since you did your video series ranking the doctors from BBC TV's The Doctor Who, have you found some doc- 
Have you found some doctors have changed places during your marathon? Where would you put 13? Mm. Have you worn wigs? <laughs> Will you wear wigs? <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember the, the running order of them all off the top of my head. Um, I still think Chris would be at the top and John in second. Like, without a doubt. I don't think that would change at all. Um, Capaldi would still be low. Um... I think I think it would probably be John Hurt would still be at the very back because we only really have one television adventure yeah. to, to judge him on. Um, I think then it would probably be Peter Capaldi because his era is now complete and I didn't care for the era. So as a result, I don't really enjoy the Doctor as much. It's a shame because um, I think, with the <clears> exception <throat> of the Monks trilogy, I think that last season of his was much yeah. stronger than the previous two but I think he would be joint with the other Peter with Davison for me because I'm not you John Davison's doctor like I I don't dislike him but he's he's nowhere as fun or as enjoyable for me as a lot of the others so same probably... problem with Capaldi though I think he got a lot of shit scripts yeah uh, I think Jodie would be above them both yeah. um, because she's still mid run so I can't really place her higher because I can't look back at the whole era yet but um, I like her energy I, I like the the fizz of her on screen. Like yeah, she's, like, she's fun. She's like someone's cracked open a a, a cherry aid, like on screen. Um, <laughs> and I I like spending more time with her than I did with with P- Peter and Peter. So and I know people yeah. like to complain about it being overcrowded, but I really like her TARDIS crew. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it being stripped back. Yeah, to uh, yeah. to just her and Yaz though, because I think that'll make for a nice dynamic. Uh... Um. If you've been writing fan fiction again, um, it's not it's not fan fiction if you don't write it down. It's <laughs> um, head cannon, uh, sexy sexy head cannon. Uh, Matt how's Graham the... on Graham action. Mm. Uh, Matt, how's the that's Warhammer... the real chase? Sorry, uh, Matt, how's the Warhammer stuff coming along? How on earth do you have the patience to paint stuff that small? Do you listen to music slash podcasts or something while you work? Will you wear wigs? Uh, that's all for me really have a good week everybody and listen to the Shobocast the Shobocast uh, Dan 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 um, how's my how's stuff how's spelled uh, Shobo S-H-O-B-O cast. go get it folks um, stuff's coming along good I am you know cracking on uh, between Warhammer 40k and Lord of the Rings stuff as long as you're not got... cracking off on them that's well funny. Uh, no, it doesn't do anything for the colours. Uh, I am currently um, adding some cavalry to my Isengard force in the form of Warg Riders. 50% uh, of the listeners had that song stuck in their head the moment you said that word, yeah. so thanks for that. Uh, so that's fun and... Currently, I've just re—I just stripped, and I'm in the process of repainting my Blood Angels Death Company in time for them to get a new codex before the end of the year. Um, but yeah, I've got a, a nice 500 point chunk of Blood Angels and Orcs for 40k, and I've got a nice 500 point chunk of Rohan and Isengard for Lord of the Rings. But because of lockdown. I've got no one to fucking play with. So that's how it's going. Um, how do I paint stuff that small? 
slowly. Small brushes. Uh, small brushes. And yeah, I tend to listen to music or, or do a podcast while I work. It's the uh, doing it, I having Ambassadors of Death on in the background while I painted stuff was the only way I actually got through Ambassadors of Death. So it's that kind of it's that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'll whack on some some crap TV in the background, or I'll I'll listen to music or a lot of podcasts. I tend to be <clears throat> before I started working again. I tended to do it in here while uh, Keach was doing other stuff, so I'd just sort of sit on the ambience and like, put in my headphones if she was doing stuff that I I couldn't listen to. So, uh, yeah, it's been. God, it's been so good to do again now. I can tell you're enjoying it because you're not you're not a big social media poster, and yet well, there's at, every... at least two two posts a week, at least two posts a week of like, just finish my orcs, motherfuckers. Take a look at these bad boys. And it's like yes, well, now. Uh, two two posts a week is a good is a good job. But basically, whenever I finish something, it goes on the Instagram um, and on the yeah. Reddit as well. On Re- people people like them on Reddit. It's nice to get recognition for something. Everybody, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, folks. No pressure, folks. Um, <laughs> what am I talking about? I've actually got to do something to get recognition for it. Um, but yeah, uh, that's... Hey, just just show your photo roll on your Insta story and don't leave anything out. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Um, just delete those screenshots. Uh, right, everybody. Scroll through. Thank scroll you. Scroll through. And when, when people zoom in on the little square featuring a certain appendage... They will see, written upon it, in Sharpie. If you'd like to support the show, head to patreon.com slash bigdamncast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at bigdamncast. We're on Twitch, Big Damn Stream, And the Big Damn channel is on YouTube for all of your big damn needs. Remember to email to the show, bigdamncontact at gmail.com. And we will see you next week with more hilarious slash terrifying news. And then on the other testicle, it will say, <laughs> Bye! Bye! Oh, bye for my balls.